Hey, hey, it's Aiden back with another edition of your new favourite podcast, Songs That Changed You. And look, I don't have any data or evidence to back me up on that bold claim, but I'm just presuming it's your new favourite podcast, Songs That Changed You. Now, this is episode seven, and if you've been listening to each episode, thank you very much. Um, If you haven't, not too late, check out the first few, but there's been, you know, some themes that are sort of popping up, and I've noticed that there's kind of two types of formats that we're getting in this podcast. There's the, like, really in-depth music conversations where I get all nerdy and discuss the intricacies of a song, and then there's the other type, which is what you're going to get today, and it's more of the emotional journey that somebody's been through, and uh, Spike is a perfect example of that. Now, he's an accomplished musician. I sometimes forget that he's an incredibly successful musician in this great band, Sons of Korra, because I just think of Spike as my mate, and he has been for many years. And he has a great story to share about his journey with God and faith uh, in today's podcast. If you like it, throw us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Click subscribe and please enjoy Spike Avery on Songs That Changed You. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recordings. Songs that changed you. Joined this afternoon to talk music with me is Spike Avery. Now, you may know him as a member of Sons of Korra. He's a producer and wants me to mention that he is a proud dog owner. Spike, hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm uh, suddenly over, overcome with guilt. I should probably mention I'm also a husband. Sure. I think I might have left, <laughs> left that off the list. Yeah. It, it, I should. Because husband, Perry, then I, dog I should, owner. Yeah, husband first. Dog owner close second. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Spike, what song has changed you? It's, it's a bit of an old song. It's uh, Jesus is for Losers by Steve Taylor. Just Now, I love this because I had never heard this song before, and I've obviously been doing a little bit of research in the uh, the lead up to our conversation, but I immediately hear the song, Jesus is for Losers. I don't run to it and go, oh, I want to I listen to that. So when did you first hear this song? <laughs> what made you connect with a song called Jesus is for Losers? Well, we're talking about a very different time here, Aiden. We're talking, you know, a good... 25 years ago, mid-90s. Yeah, so 1993, um, the song was released. It was on his album Squint uh, by Stephen Taylor. Yeah. Even inside the church, I would suggest cynicism was at an, all, an all-time high. So <laughs> <laughs> I'd heard the, the, the song and uh, and particularly that record, that uh, the, the Squint record was just, for me, at the t- I was, uh, what was I? I must have been 15 years old at the time. Musically, but you know, uh, artistically, like lyrically, poetically, that um, that record was just such a huge impact on me, on my life. Growing in early faith, I'd, I'd been going to church for about 
a year maybe at this point. I'd heard it before this day, but the really there was a day that I really, instead of it just being, oh, that's kind of a cool like you know uh, turn of phrase, um, suddenly the song and the lyric and the the story behind it really hit home and really, yeah, it made sense. And for those that haven't this, heard of. Stephen Taylor I hadn't until recently but upon digging into his work like he's responsible for all the good Newsboys albums I want to say and I know that's going to offend a few people but it's like those those, (laughs) those awesome ones in the mid to late 90s he was the producer on all those albums he wrote a lot of their songs as well with them So you would have heard That's him, thing, yeah. heard him unknowingly, I think probably, uh, but he had his own career a- as well. Yeah, late eighties to early nineties, he was doing his own kind of stuff, you know, quirky kind of Christian pop, and eventually, sort of moving into a bit of what we used to call alternative rock before we started using the word indie. Yeah, um, most of the great Christian pop that was coming out at that time, Stephen Taylor had some hand in it, whether he produced or, and wrote half the record. Or, or it had some smaller impact. But yeah, Newsboys, uh, Sixpence None the Richer. That was all Stephen Taylor. So tell me about this particular song, Jesus is for Losers. Why did this song connect with you? Yeah. So I don't recall myself being a particularly overdramatic or hysterical teenager, but... <laughs> like most other teenagers I've ever met, you know, it comes in waves. <laughs> I remember the day, I remember where I was. I'm not entirely sure how I got there, um, but I was in a state of um, incredibly upset. Was I was talking to a friend of mine at, at, at the time, I think we were calling him the youth leader or the youth pastor, which I was 15. He was like 18. It was a bit um, mm-hmm. a bit weird to put that much yeah. responsibility on this guy. But I remember I'd somehow made it to to his house and they, they lived on this big, beautiful property on this hill. And right down the, the bottom of the hill, um, there was this uh, beautiful big tree by the by a dam. And I'd, I was I was down there and just sobbing uncontrollably. And um, uh, my friend Craig came to find me and, asked you know what's wrong what's happening what's going on and and i couldn't even explain to him i I said i can't explain what's wrong i just everything's wrong and he just just sat with me in my sadness sat with me in my whatever was going on and i don't know how he made this connection i i believe it was the um, holy spirit speaking through him i was a very new christian at this stage i'd come to faith in a very pentecostal charismatic really full-on super spiro kind of church and and craig again i don't know how we made this connection but he said look a relationship with jesus and following jesus is not all about responding to the big altar call at the concert at the festival at the church service at the whatever your faith is not actually entirely lived in these incredible moments of joy and mercy and grace. The life of faith is a long walk. This is a long, uh, a long journey of faith. And he said, and quite often, a lot of it can be really sad and can be really hard. But being sad and being upset is not being away from Jesus. 
that was the first time I'd heard that. I went home after that and went went to my bedroom and still feeling pretty upset and pressed play on the old tape deck. And this song by Steve Taylor kicked on with Jesus is for Losers. And what he was saying suddenly, what the song was saying suddenly connected with what my friend, um, you know, this 18-year-old kid, this incredible wisdom that he just passed on to me, that Jesus was with me in that moment. It wasn't that Jesus was with me because everything was better again. It wasn't that Jesus was with me in my healing or that Jesus was with me in my joy or my peace or anything, that Jesus was with me in the sadness, that Jesus was with me in the craziness. It's a sick person who needs a doctor. Yeah. It's a sinner who needs a savior, not necessarily someone who has their life altogether. This song I'd already heard, I'd already known, suddenly connected and snapped with real life yeah. in such an amazing way. Yeah. It's interesting. I think a lot of us come to faith and think, oh, my life's going to be all better now. It's all good. And that's just not the way it works. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just not no, It's it. really not. But it's that naivety the... of not knowing and then you... And then it's almost like, yeah, like this rude awakening that comes shortly after when it's like, oh, no, that's that's not the case. And that's, like you said, Jesus, is for those that need him. Yeah. Like a loser, uh, so to speak, for, for tying yeah, it all together. Yeah, that's a good word for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good word for it. You mentioned earlier a slight controversy around uh, Stephen Taylor. A- again, looking into his uh, his work and things, he has been very controversial and outspoken in different areas and even had albums being banned from Christian uh, stores and things because people haven't been able to interpret his lyrics correctly. It's probably the best way to put it. They've read it on a surface level, like, oh, Jesus is for losers. Oh, that must be bad, as opposed to dissecting the lyrics. And I think from what you're saying, it's it wasn't until you had been through something that you could connect with those lyrics so well and, and see it for more than just that surface level. Yeah, up until that point, it was my connection with the song was just from yeah this mid '90s cynical grunge rock kind of yeah kind of vibe and this rebellious teenager vibe. Well, Spike, thank you so much for uh, sharing your song that changed you and and for sharing your story. Uh, really appreciate it, mate. Yeah, um, no worries, Aiden. And uh, we're going to play it for everyone now. This is Stephen Taylor. Jesus is for losers, and uh, yeah, really listen to the lyrics. I would encourage everyone to not just hear it on a surface level, but listen.
This episode of Songs That Change You was recorded on the land of the Ghana people. Each episode is produced, edited, and hosted by Aidan Grant. That's me. I'd like to also thank Zach Spencer for additional audio assistance and Pastor David Hall for helping support the show. If you like what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or if you want to get in touch, maybe have a guest suggestion or any kind of feedback, please email aidang at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening.